Hello, Stephen Lane. How are you doing? Good morning, Anthony. I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. And I understand you're currently in Toronto. Yes, just arrived a couple days ago. I'm here for a couple weeks. Uh, here for my high school reunion. Oh, wicked. That's great. Yeah, 25 years. <laughs> 25 years at Ridley College. Yes. Wow. That is, uh, that is something to be uh, celebrated for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we actually uh, attended Ridley College together, and I know you had quite the reputation for being a great rower. And um, I was just wondering if you draw upon any of your time there and your experiences at Ridley uh, for the work that you do today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you know, you know, remember the motto is terror dumb prosum, may I be consumed in service. Well, I've been in a service industry in hotels for the last 22 years, essentially. So I can say I've lived up to the motto, so I certainly take that to heart. And I think uh, Ridley really helped to uh, create a balance between mental, physical, social, and spiritual activity. So I've tried to maintain that balance all my life. And, and I guess I just really learned a good uh, sense of discipline there, too, through uh, rowing, through running, through my academics. And I've held on to that my whole life as well, as it applies to my work and to my writing. Yeah, and, and with respect to your work, you're currently living in Singapore, and, and you told me you've been there for five years. Can yeah. You, can you tell me a bit about the work that you do there? Of course. I'm a hotel manager for the 800-bedroom flagship Pan Pacific Hotel in downtown Singapore. So I'm in charge of all the day-to-day -day operations and anything that's guest-facing. So rooms, concierge, reception, food and beverage, security, engineering. Uh, it's always different every day, so it's really engaging as a job. And our hotel, we're the, we're the headquarter hotel for a lot of big events, like the International Air Show every two years, Rugby Sevens. So I have all 16 rugby teams staying with me each year for the Rugby Sevens in Singapore. We just recently also hosted the um, Singapore Grand Prix Night Race, where we have Charles Leclerc and uh, the Ferrari team staying with us. We're the headquarter hotel for that. So it's quite a busy place, and always something going on, heads of state coming through, uh, people like Imagine Dragons, Sun 41, Justin Trudeau. So we're really doing a lot there at the hotel. It's quite a busy place. Wow, sounds like a fantastic job. Well, great grist for the mill for writing, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And what is it like living in Singapore as a Canadian? Well, low taxes, high temperatures, year-round sunshine, it's pretty good. <laughs> so... It's, uh, it's really easy to live there. Uh, English is the main language, so they, they call it Asia Light or Asia 101 for expats. There's a lot of expats there. The currency is on par with the Canadian dollar, so that makes it really convenient. And it's central to the rest of Asia, so it's great for traveling. So it's, for a Canadian, it's a wonderful place to live. Very, very easy. Wow, that's great. And your new novel, uh, entitled Root Cause, can you tell our two Tontalk listeners a bit about it? and what, what you drew upon as inspiration for writing the book. Sure. Um, so I fell in love with wine when I lived in London. I was beverage manager at a five-star hotel, and my supplier took me to Bordeaux and Burgundy and Champagne, Portugal and Spain, all these wonderful places to visit vineyards and wineries. So I started studying wines and meeting people in the industry, and I met a winemaker named Joel Peterson, who is the head winemaker of Ravenswood Wines in uh, Lodi, California. And he told me about a book called The Botanist and the Vintner, which is a, a nonfiction account of the phylloxera bug that essentially wiped out Europe's vineyards in the late 1800s. So I thought that was really fascinating, and I thought, what if it could happen again? So that's, just, that's the premise of the story, that this bug is genetically mutated to attack vines, and somebody's spreading it intentionally around the world. So this, the, uh, 
the characters of the story have to find out who's spreading this bug around, why are they doing it, and then have to stop them, of course. So I've been in the wine industry uh, indirectly for a number of years, selling wines, buying wines, going to events and studying wines through my hotel industry roles. Okay. Wow, that sounds yeah. fascinating. Yeah, I've always been a conspiracy theorist as well in terms of what I read, so I like to read a lot of conspiracy theory uh, books and thrillers, so it was an easy decision to write the book. And what is your overall approach to writing? For example, do you have a particular set of techniques you use? Not really. I've tried to be as flexible as possible. I, I don't want to create the create a, a certain mindset or a certain place where I have to write because then it really limits you and restricts you. So I always carry around something to write on, whether it's my iPhone or my iPad or my laptop or even just a pen and paper. So I'm never caught without something to write on or make a note here and there. Um, I do try to write early in the mornings, so that's the best time to do it, or on the weekends. And then every every four or five months, I'll take a small writing retreat for a couple of days where I just write for two or three days straight. So places like Bali or uh, Kido, Kinabalu in Malaysia or Phuket in Thailand. So places that are nearby Singapore, but an easy plane ride away. How long did it take you to write Root Cause? Uh, how long is a piece of string? <laughs> <laughs> uh, overall, I mean, I probably wrote that over the course of five years or so. Uh, of course, I'm working a full-time job running a busy hotel, uh, living in different countries. So it's not like I'm just sitting down for one stretch and writing a book. So uh, yeah, overall, about five years. And the current one I'm writing now, I've just finished the first draft. That, again, probably overall five years over time. And it'll be another six months of editing, probably. Okay. And uh, which writers do you um, draw influence or inspiration from and, and if affect your style the most? I try not to let any writers affect my style per se, but there, I mean, there's some writers there who just write extremely well. I mean, this will sound a bit funny, but Stephen King, for instance, just has such an amazing voice and a great writing style. It's like talking to your best friend on the back porch with a glass of wine in hand. That's just how easy he writes, but he just writes so very well. Uh, but I read a lot of different books. I mean, right now I'm reading Endgame by David Baldacci, Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari, Ghosts That Are Watchmen by Harper Lee. <laughs> so my, my reading is very varied. Uh, I read a lot of science-based nonfiction as well, like Matt Ridley, Stephen Hawking, Richard Dawkins, uh, Malcolm Gladwell, I'm a huge fan of. So I try to read as widely as possible, because then that eventually will be information I can use for my writing. Excellent. That, that sounds great. And how do you describe your writing style? Uh, well, all my writing is fiction, of course, and I try to make it uh, educational, so edutainment in a sense. So I love reading books when you're actually learning something along the way about an industry or about a country or about history with a great story intertwined within. So I try to make all my stories like that. So it's a, a learning process, but not, not so convoluted and so complex that uh, you, get, you get bogged down in details. So I just like to tell a compelling story that's engaging, fun to read, and teaches along the way. I think Root Cause is a fun read, not only for the, uh, the conflict between characters and the fast-paced pursuits, but also because wine lovers and those who have no idea about the wine industry will learn something along the way. Okay, and as a writer of fiction, do you attempt to develop your characters based upon people you interact with in your day-to-day -day life? As a rule, no, uh, definitely not. <laughs> I don't want people looking back and saying, hey, that's me in your book. Um, but I am a keen observer of people, and I love people watching, so certainly some nuances or some personality quirks from individuals who I know or see might end up in a character, but completely independent of the full uh, character. So, so you might see some of that here and there. Are there any societal issues you deem pressing which you attempt to shine light on through your writing? 
Um, I suppose my writing touches upon some larger societal issues uh, as the stories progress, but I don't set off to tackle any of these uh, as, I tar- as I start to tell the story. Uh, Root Cause, for instance, explores the genetic mutation of plants. Uh, my next novel tackles addictions as a broader theme, but I don't really set off to tackle those when, as I start. Um, if it touches upon these things, it's, it's great, I suppose. And in the future, as I become more influential as a writer, it might be something I use my platform to do. But at this stage, not really, no. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're currently working on? Uh, sure. I've just finished my first draft of my next wine thriller. Uh, the working title is called Dragon Vine, and it takes place back in the time of the first emperor, a couple thousand years ago in China, uh, and also in present-day California. So I won't tell you any more than that, um, but it should hopefully be out sometime in 2020. And where can uh, our Teuton Talk listeners find a copy of Root Cause? Okay, uh, of course you can ask for it in any bookstores, um, but Indigo in Canada, Waterstones in the UK, QBD in Australia, Kinokinoya in Asia, and Amazon all listed. Um, it's available on hardback, softcover, Kindle, and all electronic versions as well. Well, that's excellent, Steve. So yeah. I'm, I'm quite impressed by uh, the uh, confluence or the, the juxtaposition of the work that you are doing at the hotel in Singapore and the writing. Can you can you just expand a bit more on that for us? Okay. Well, I mean, day to day work at the hotel, of course. I'm I'm in charge of all the operations, but it's a great place to observe human nature and to just I mean just be exposed to so many different experiences and stories. And I, I talk to a lot of our guests. Uh, and they're from all around the world and all have different reasons for being there, whether it's business or leisure. So, uh, like I said earlier, this is all grist for the mill for my writing. So, I never discount any experience or any conversation because in the future it could be something I look back on and say, oh, I can, I, can look that, I can put that into a book or I can use that for this character or use that for this story. Uh, so, I, I don't like to yes, keep the two totally separate. And in my writing as well, um, certainly at work I tell everybody I'm, I'm writing. And uh, get them to try to buy the book, of course, and <laughs> to learn more from individuals there. So, yeah, confluence-wise, I'm looking forward to my wine getting more uh, tied into my writing. So I'm trying to my, my niche now. I think is wine novels. So I've got a really great idea for a third wine novel that I'm outlining right now as well. So eventually, I'd like to be able to focus just on wine and writing and traveling, and eventually maybe even get out of the hotel industry. Wow! Wow! That's great, Steve. I, I really appreciate um, speaking with you today about this, and um, I, I hope you have a wonderful time at your 25th reunion at Ridley College. And I know I have some great memories of uh, knowing you there, and, uh, and of course, like I said, you had a great reputation for rowing and running, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some good memories that, uh, that are created. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It should be a great experience to get back and see everybody. And looking forward to see uh, who's read the novel and yeah, talk about that a little bit. <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, I look forward to your next novel, and uh, I'm sure our Teuton Talk listeners will as well. Absolutely. I'd be happy to talk about it when it's ready. Okay, thanks so much, Steve. Take care. Great. Thank you. Have a great day. Cheers. Okay, bye for now.